Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to hour number two of the huddle. If you missed anything the first hour, where have you been? We had a lot of fun the first hour. We talked about some famous siblings. Uh, we talked about the Vikings, which we'll probably touch base on again. If you missed that first hour, it is up right now. You can catch the get our podcast anytime, wherever you do get your podcast. Make sure you go ahead and listen, because it was a great first hour. Joe Smith joined us from The Athletic as well. We talked a little wild hockey. We're going to begin the second hour here, Pete, talking about the Twins trade of Luis Arise. Uh, once again, you can never make everybody happy, and this is the quintessential point of that, as the Twins do deal away, former American League batting champion, but in coming back, they get themselves a phenomenal pitcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, you know, <laughs> this kind of thing drives me nuts because we say forever that, is this person pitch? Does this person pitch? Got to have a pitcher. Got to have a pitcher. Got to have a pitcher. The Twins go out and acquire right-hander Pablo Lopez, who, by all accounts, is is a very, very good pitcher, and his statistics last year certainly show uh, that he is, frankly, better at this point, uh, numbers-wise, than anyone else they had on staff. He had 174 strikeouts last year, which was better than anybody on the Twins roster. The closest was Joe Ryan. But in order to make this happen, they had to give up Luis Arise, who was a batting champ last year in the American League, but also was basically the only tradable asset that, that they could deal without, simply mm-hmm. because he played second base. They have other guys who can who can jump in there for him. Yes, he was a great clubhouse guy, and, and that is important. But forever we have heard the refrain, they have to get pitching, they have to get pitching. So they go out and they get Lopez, who will likely be, from everything that I've read, probably a number two guy in the rotation currently. Mm-hmm. But if you look at his statistics throughout the years, over the past couple of years, his numbers continue to go up. He has uh, gotten more strikeouts year after year. Yes, he's only had one season above 500, but that was in Miami, whose run differential last year was minus 90 which tells me this guy gets zero run support. So I would expect his numbers to be a little bit, possibly even better than they were last year. I love this move. I do. And and maybe it's because, for me, I just understand that in sports you have to give something to get something. 
And I think mm-hmm. about maybe the trade when the Wild traded away Jason Zucker a couple years ago to get rid of some salary space. They get Kalen Addison back in return. He's played very well for them, been a really good defenseman, a couple slip-ups last night. But still, by and large, I think that the trade's worked out for all parties. I, 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 for the life of me, cannot understand why people don't like this trade or some people don't like this trade. Because mm-hmm. because Luis Arise just, just was the batting champ. we got to hang on to him. Well, guess yeah. what? It's also distinctly possible that that was the best year Luis Arise is going to have. And if that's the case, then we look like, then the Twins look like a genius. And there was injury concerns. There was mm-hmm. concerns around, around Arise's legs. He's had some issues, and I think that was a thing for uh, Derek Falvey. And so there is a distinct possibility here, and this is what happens in sports, like, like, Pete, like in the stock market, right? You have to predict with everything you have what's going to happen in the future. And I think if you look at these two players, and by the way, the Twins get something back in addition. They get a couple of prospects as well who are yeah. very well thought of in the league. I, I like this trade. I really do, Pete. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, it makes total sense. And to your, your initial point, you've got to give up something to get something here. And that's exactly what we did. We gave up you know, a, a great player. We, we understand that. But if, if there's anything, and I'm right there with you, by the way, if I hear from people, nine out of every ten people will say, well, the Twins would be better if they had better pitching. Well, I, you know, <laughs> yeah. that's what they just did. And, and I think it's great. I agree with you. This is a 26-year-old kid who's got a great arm. He's done a great job starting pitching. He's, he's got everything that you're looking for. I mean, he's big. He's, he's, he's got, he's, he throws strikeouts. He's a solid ERA guy. He does – he really is uh, something that fits the Twins very, very well. And, and yeah, I think that's point. what you have to do. And you've got to give away something, to your point. And I think, you know, we already made the big commitment with Carlos Correa. So we've, we've mm-hmm. done a few splash-type things, I think, in the offseason now for the, for the Twins. I think it's pretty exciting. And, and the, the last thing I would say is also these teenagers that they picked up aren't just two guys or, yes. or three guys. You know, it's, it's not just a couple of guys. These these. These guys have talent, and and that could be something really, really interesting as we you know get a little further down. So we didn't just get something for the here and now; we've got something potentially for the future as well in a shortstop and an outfielder that I think will be special. But specifically with the with the pitching, I think Lopez is just a. I'm, it, it's amazing to me that we were able to get away with this one. I actually yeah. think we win this trade for sure. In my and opinion. here's the other thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off, Pete. Go ahead. No. No, no, that's it. That's that's my full take on it. Is yeah. we, I think we win out of this trade for sure, and that's what you're always looking for. And you're not trying to make anybody else lose on the trade. They're going to do just fine with the risk. But the, but I think the the point is for the Twins, Lopez fits perfectly. And and also, here's another thing to think about. Do you know how much he probably would have commanded what we've what the Twins would have had to pay him in arbitration this year after the year he had? Mm-hmm. Probably it, what I've seen is in the four million dollar range, and do the do the twins, you know, do they want to spend that money at this point? Because every dollar counts in a salary cap world, and they're mm-hmm. in a salary cap world. So if you're going to dedicate four million dollars, and and granted, Brooke, uh, not Brooke Lopez, Pablo Lopez does not cost four million. Are you really going to pay that to? Or, or, or get an arbitration for a guy who, and they have, and this is documented, that there have been some mm-hmm. questions about durability with Larissa Rice and where he was going to mm-hmm. go moving forward. 
do you want to put four point whatever million you got to pay to him? That is it to me. That is money that should go into pitching, and and I I don't think that it's I'm not I'm not breaking any news here that the Twins need to bolster their rotation. Mm-hmm. That's where your money goes, and I yep. think they're going to pay him probably close to what is it? I think so. I think Lopez, if I'm looking at the right statistics here for his contract because he was he, he was in arbitration going to be with Miami it's 5.4 million dollars so there you go you're going to spend roughly five million dollars on this team what do you need more mm-hmm. a better second baseman or a pitcher if you're not saying a pitcher you're not being honest with yourself <laughs> yeah. and everybody knows that this team has needed pitching and and forever people mm-hmm. have have you know taken their frustrations out to the pole ads you got to pay more money for pitching you got to pay more money for pitching mm-hmm. they have He's 26 yeah. years old. Mm-hmm. He's a righty, and he's a hard-throwing righty, and he's got a great changeup as well. And his and his stats are are he is ascending at this point mm-hmm. in his career. 174 strikeouts last year. Again, Joe Ryan was close, but not even close. I I he's not a day one start. He, you know, I don't I don't necessarily think he's going to open the day open the season starting. Maybe he will, but mm-hmm. uh, to me, this is one of the smartest spending moves. That I can remember for the poll ads and the twins in recent memory. Carlos Correa mm-hmm. is a great, uh, Carlos Correa had to, I'm taking that out of it. You had to do that. But in terms mm-hmm. of a smart trade, smart spending, I think this is one of the smartest ones they've made in a while. Yeah, I'm just going to jump in real quick. Uh, Arias Please. filed at uh, 5.1 mil, or, or the twins filed at about 5 million. Arias filed at 6.1. So oh. it, it was going to end up being, in all likelihood, about the same price, about five and a half okay, million thank you. for either mm-hmm. of those guys. And I also, I like the trade too. I agree with you guys. Pablo Lopez also has a bit of an injury history. Um, yes, so he, is not he had shoulder surgery. Was Tommy John? Uh, mm-hmm. he's something along those lines, yes. Yeah, but everybody said Tommy John at this point if you're pitching. Right? I mean, <laughs> who ha- what pitcher hasn't had Tommy John surgery at this point in their career? It's almost no longer a big deal. I mean, yeah. we all still talk about it and we bring it up, but some of what they've been able to do in the medical side of things has been pretty miraculous, quite honestly. Yeah. So it's, it, it is not the killer that it once was necessarily. So I, I think that that's something to be thought of as well. I just, I agree with you. Uh, and, and, you know, for the money, I think we're getting a steal. I mean, the reality is how often are you able to go out there and, and, and maybe there's a little bit of risk there, you know, injury wise. But you've got to take those kind of risks as yes. well. I mean, we, we and we already took that risk as well with with Correa when you know the, we already know what his health looks like, and, and at least that's what the Twins tell us. And that was part of his whole deal going somewhere else as well. So I think overall, I like what the Twins have done in the off season. Now it's a matter of obviously putting it putting it together when you get on the field, and we're not that far away from that, guys. I mean, we're getting a little bit closer and a little bit closer every day. I was just down in Fort Myers the other day and and thinking about how we're getting closer to spring training. I know it's January. I'm not trying to get too far in front of it, but uh, I think the reality is this is baseball time. It's getting closer. Seems to me like we should do a show from spring training, Pete. I'm, I'm just going to say, uh, you know, I'd, I'd love a trip to Florida. Uh, we're getting some text to the City's One Plumbing talking text line here on this Arise trade. Uh, someone texting in saying, trading Arise is a big mistake. I have no interest in going to a Twins game in 2023. I think that's a... That's Might crazy. be a bit much, but uh, they're also saying we're trying our best to appease the tw- current Twins GM. 
Uh, I don't know that Derek Falvey uh, and and uh, Levine listen to our show on Sunday mornings. If they do, I greatly appreciate it. But I don't think uh, they do. Oh something... no, they do. But they <laughs> they do. Okay, good. Thanks, guys. Something tells me they're not looking to us to to, to validate whether their trades are good. So I appreciate that. All right, we'll step aside, take a break. Let's revisit some Vikings football next, and the burning question of what happens to Kirk Cousins next year and beyond. I want to get your take on that, Pete. We'll do that next on the huddle on 830-WCCO. See, I can't tell if this is really awesome that you're playing Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince or if it's just really nasty to do. Again, there's a reason. It's 14 degrees outside. There's a reason behind the things that I, I do here, Dave. It's not all just, you know, thrown together. It's also DJ Jazzy Jeff's birthday. No kidding. Happy birthday. Is he he's gotta be in his fifties, right? Yes. Yeah. Gotta be. <laughs> I got to meet when I was in high school, I got to meet DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince Will Smith. They were they were touring through Albany, New York, and somehow my sister had gotten us to backstage passes and they were so nice. Will Smith and and whatever DJ Jazzy Jeff's uh, the uh, Fresh Prince's real name is. Uh, DJ Jeffrey Allen Towns. Very good. I did not know. They were so kind. So this is this was a very short story, and I'll and I'll then I want to get to more things. I got in there. They they she squeezed me in. I got in because she had a friend who worked. My sister had a friend who worked at a radio station, and they were doing an interview with them, one of those promo interviews <clears throat> for the radio, and I was the lighting guy for a radio interview, <laughs> and they let me in anyway. <laughs> Anyway, I digress. That's pretty good. Um, hey, yeah, I know, right? I mean, I got to say yeah. real quick, Dave. So on Thursday, um, this is one of the bonuses that I get out of the crazy world that I live in is that yeah. I get reached out by, by people that you'd never expect would reach out about a financial guy about what I think about the markets. And it's it's a bunch of these old rockers. And so it's not it's not quite, you know, <laughs> Jazzy Jeff and those guys, but it's kind of funny because Thursday night we were out there with Sticks and they did a concert down in Fort Myers and we were uh, we were with those guys. He, uh, one of the guys, Jay Y, um, was my neighbor when I lived in in Illinois, and so that's awesome. how we got to know each other a little bit. And the next thing you know, these guys are all REO Speedway, all these guys from these various what? older older bands where these guys are all over seventy. So if you guys ever need tickets. Uh, maybe we'll have to do some raffles or something off the CCO or whatever. People yes, please. Or something, but we'll take care of it. That'll, we'll, that'll I would. Be fun. I'd pay <laughs> a lot of money to see Sticks in concert. I'm. I'm not going to lie. That, that to me, the <laughs> they're a top. Yeah, that's true. They're a top five band. They're up there with Rush for me. Rush and Sticks are kind of, kind of one oh, and two. Nice. Yep. Hey Pete, uh, go for hockey attendance this weekend. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple sellouts at at Mariucci, which I know you've talked about, and people are listening. So Pete Good. and Jerry and told you to get your butts to the arena, and they're there. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, they did. See, well, fortunately, they saw uh, the Gophers beat Michigan on Friday night, Saturday night. Uh, Gophers could not quite pull off a comeback. Uh, they mm-hmm. end up losing in overtime. Uh, Pete, really quick before we, as we kind of wrap up this first half hour. Uh, mm-hmm. I was reading an article earlier, and 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 I kind of alluded this alluded to this in our first hour that uh, they are already declaring in San Francisco that Brock Purdy is going to be the the starter next year. Which <laughs> I, I know, same thing. Yeah, and this is a legitimate news organization that's saying this. Um, <laughs> that Brock Purdy goes. So so Trey Lance all of a sudden is now you know trade fodder. Or where's he going to go? Maybe he comes to Minnesota. Whatever. 
my point here is Kirk Cousins um, is they were very you know it was interesting to me in the in the press conference this week how non-committal they were to Kirk Cousins you know okay. it's it's he's here now you know he's our guy for 2023 but mm-hmm. that was that was really it I and maybe I'm reading into things differently but when I read that and heard that it was not a Kirk Cousins is going to get an extension and be our guy for the next four years. It was, mm-hmm. yeah, we've kind of inherited this contract. He's here. He had a good season this year. And, you know, if we can find someone else pretty soon, we'll go with that. <laughs> so my question is, why is he or, or is he uh, to figure into the long-term plans? I get he's older. You know, he's mm-hmm. not going to be around forever. And I also think at some point, they really absolutely have to address, and maybe it's this year, they've got to address the quarterback situation. Kirk Cousins gets hit way too many times to be yeah. essentially your only option at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting that it seems as noncommittal as, as what you're saying, though, because here we have a, a quarterback who had another really solid year. He got balls to all the right guys. He gets hit all the time and never complains about it, never really talks about it, and and yet, um, the one issue that I do have, though, Dave, that, that does bother me, and I think I brought it up earlier, but what does bother me is I love when I see players, specifically quarterbacks when it comes to the NFL, but players in all, all the other sports, when they're willing to do something to make sure that they can potentially be an even better team. And I always use Tom Brady as an example. He's not the only one. But when, when you look around, why did, why did New England have the run that they had? Well, because Tom was willing to do things with his contract that was different than yep. most quarterbacks. And the, the contract that Kirk has right now is, is part of the reason why he doesn't have the offensive line that we'd love him to have. He doesn't have some of the guys on defense that, that, that this team really needs to have. And I think that's something that has to be thought through. And I, I, I am not seeing a whole lot of progress on that front at all. And I don't know what the, the future is for Cousins and all the rest, but it's, it makes it much more difficult when you've got the kind of money that Kirk's getting, um, just like, and it's the same thing with when, when you look over at Green Bay, and it's the same thing you look at some of these other places where the quarterback is making $45, $50 million in a year, it starts to eat away at, at the team. And I, you know, so far so good for Kansas City, but at some point I think that's going to be uh, yes. a, a situation as well. So I think it's something that, you know, a lot of these teams go through and the Vikings are having to go through it right now. And, um, you know what? Kirk is not young any longer. He's not old necessarily, but he's he's not the young guy that he was. And you know he's going to have to work his contract around. I think. Here's what bothers me, and I and I agree with you, Pete. I'll play mm-hmm. devil's advocate here, though. Okay. Is it is it really Kirk Cousins' fault that Spielman mm-hmm. and company gave him that contract that was clearly at some point going to handcuff them to what they were going to yeah. do? And and so and I'm not I'm not poking holes. I'm playing devil's advocate, right? Yeah. It, it, and it's very basic. Is it really Kirk Cousins' uh, responsibility to say, you know what? I'll take less money because you guys screwed up and gave it to me in the first place. <laughs> 
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So you know what? I'm going to take less money. And we're talking about millions. And Kirk Cousins is never going to have a problem uh, putting food on his table. But it's not his fault that the Mm -hmm. Vikings gave him more than one ridiculous contract it's not adam thielen's fault that he's probably paid now more than he should be for the production that he's he's putting up they gave Mm -hmm. him that contract they looked down the road at his career and thought about what's he going to be in three years what's he going to be in four years or whatever the contract Mm -hmm. is and said we're going to give you this money now and now they're going to come back to him and say hey you know what uh we were wrong uh your contract is killing us and you should take less money. And again, right. devil's advocate here, but at yeah. its very basics, you are asking somebody who you committed to to now say, you know what, I'm not worth what you're paying me. It's not mm-hmm. their fault. That's the team's right. fault. That's that's a, a prognostication issue from yeah. the management of the team, in my opinion. You're 100% right. I totally agree with you, and it's not necessarily up to the player I just find it interesting when the players are willing to do that. But yes. you're 100% right. These and it teams, has to happen. You're right, too. It has yeah, to happen. Yeah. We're in agreement. Do this and they, and, and they, I think they do this oftentimes with the idea, and I, uh, you brought up Thielen's name, so I'll use that, that one. Yeah. Um, is he still going to be a piece of the Vikings himself? And I'm not trying to you know, start anything or anything like that, but the reality is when you look across at our receivers and where he ended up this year relative to where he's been, mm-hmm. um, is he going to be a guy that you can, you can still pay the money that he's going to get? Or is right. that something where either it's a restructure or we've got to send him off somewhere else, somebody willing to pay him that money right now, somebody who needs mm-hmm. another receiver like him. So there's, yep. there's a lot to this offseason, I think, for the Vikings. There's no doubt about yeah. it. It is interesting stuff. Good stuff, too. Let's step aside real quick. We'll take a quick break and come back, and uh, we'll keep rolling on here on the huddle on 830 WCCO. All right, we're getting texts to the 651 to the uh, City's One Plumbing Talking Text Line, 651-461-9226. Pete, uh, you made this point, and uh, 
call, uh, texters are agreeing with you. Agreed, uh, it is a team sport, but the guys who make all the money have to realize that it's about we, not me. Tom Brady mm-hmm. realized that we cannot, he cannot win alone. Uh, with just win titles alone, Pete is saying it, and it's true. So there you go, buddy. They believe you. I agree with you. Good, <laughs> good. Yeah, it's and it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, but yep. you know what? When you're talking about the dollars that these guys have these days, uh, it makes it a little bit easier, probably. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Speaking of big dollar employees, Charlie. <laughs> Chuck Rose? Yeah, hello, hello. Sorry, he was, I, was, uh, I was... You were amazed that I called you a high-dollar employee. Well, Sorry, had, go ahead. I had a little, a little uh, phone call there. So uh, We're going to do some movies here. Let's let's grab some movies very quick. Sports movies. What is your favorite sports movies? I, I ask you guys to do a little homework over the last couple of days, um, and I hope you came prepared. Uh, so let's start it out here. Uh, why don't we start with Pete? What, what do you got for me? Top four uh, sports movies of all time. Now, am I rifling through all four right away, or how are we doing? Are we going back and forth, or how do you want to do it there, Chuck? <laughs> you know, yeah, let's let's do that. And you know what? We're going to have a, a special guest here, too. Uh, Al oh, Shock, Radio Zone Al Shock has, a, has some thoughts on sports movies. All so right. He's going to pop in here with a thought or two. But yeah, Pete, why don't you go uh, number one first, and we'll just go around the horn. Okay, so my number one all-time sports movie, and you guys probably never heard of it, but it's called Heaven Can Wait with Warren <laughs> Beatty. And he plays a... A quarterback who got in an auto uh, auto accident that he died, but he didn't actually need to die. So uh, he had an angel that tried to get him back into a different body so that he could continue his life as a quarterback in the NFL. Interesting. Uh, you're you're well, right. Good. I have not heard of that. So you are I've heard 100% of it, I've, correct. <laughs> I've heard of it, but I have not watched it. Mm, uh, you, what do you got? Uh, my, well, my number one sports movie, and, and arguably one of my just number one movies in general, was Rocky Four. Uh, when, when, I mean, listen, what, what, what Rocky four did for diplomacy in the eighties is, is unmatched. If I can change and you can change, everybody can change. It was a phenomenal way. And if anyone comes at me and says Rocky three is better, I will lose it. Rocky four. I mean, Dolph Lundgren was the best uh, uh, bad guy that in, in any movie in the eighties, Rocky oh. Four number one, and it's not even close. A little. All right. Al Shock, you uh, you ready? You got your number one uh, uh, pick here. You you had last minute. I gave these guys a day or two. You can, uh, you're rolling with it. First of all, I'll, I'll talk about uh, what I'm going to call my favorite sports movie. It at one time was my favorite movie of all time. Ooh. Pride of the Yankees with yeah. Gary Cooper. And here's the reason it was my favorite movie is because the real Babe Ruth was in it. I saw this movie when I was 12 years old or something like that when I was when I was a little kid. And I'm watching a movie and they say, "Here comes the Babe." I go, "Oh my God, that's Babe Ruth!" There he is. And that is the reason that is the greatest sports movie of all time because Babe Ruth himself is in it. That's Pride of the Yankees. As good of a reason as any. I love it. There's a sharp difference uh, in decades here between all of our movies, so I'm gonna. I'm actually. Enjoy, I'm excited to see where Charlie goes. There's a sharp difference in uh, uh, decades between all the hosts, all the people on the air right now. <laughs> I, uh, I I have some uh, musical accompaniment actually for for mine. Okay, good. So. Tell me you don't get chills. I mean, oh, is on. this Karate Kid? No. No. Oh, come on, dream. natural. Feel the dream. Oh, the natural. The natural. The natural. Oh, it's the natural. It's the natural. Of course. Yeah. 
Awesome. It's one of the first baseball movies I remember watching. It is it is a good movie to go along with it being about sports. Uh, yep. You know, it's I, I love it. I, I think it can't be beaten as far as baseball movies go. I know we're going to have opinions. Probably the Yankees, uh, you know, feel it. I think it beats Field of Dreams any day, personally. Oh, that's wrong. Uh, Sorry. I do. I do. I do. Uh, Disagree. But that's, that is my top one. Pete, what's your number two? Well, first of all, that's a great one, and I loved it. Robert Redford's never wrong to go with him. Uh, my next one would be, I think, uh, I had to, I was torn between Miracle and Field of Dreams. Do I go with Herb Brooks or do I go with Chisholm, Minnesota, and Doc Moonlight Graham and all that? Mm. Um, I'm going to go with Herb Brooks and the old Not Tonight. <laughs> that so whole good. speech from, from Herb Brooks is just phenomenal, and it's still, I remember that the day that happened, and unbelievable and the fact that we took down the Russians, I mean, uh, unbelievable. So miracles, my not. Well, I'm taking I down love, Russians yeah. on these lists, it seems. A lot of the, yeah, a lot of that going on. I, I, yeah. I love the, the discussion between those two, Pete, because my number two is Field of Dreams. Um, mm-hmm. what, it, it's just, there's so, it's so great because even if you're not a baseball fan, it's just, it, it's about the magic and wonder of sports, of a child, mm-hmm. of a relationship with a father. And I will mm-hmm. tell you, every time I watch that movie, at the ending <laughs> scene when he plays catch with his dad, I sob like a baby. And, I, and I'm not even, I'm not even trying to hide it. When when Ray Kinsella plays catch with his dead dad on the field, and I'm sorry if I'm ruined, if this is a spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it yet because it's like 30 years old. That scene get me gets me every single time, every time. Got me. Field That's of Dreams awesome. is too. Al Shock, what do you got? Are we allowed to point out some of the deficiencies in these movies? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I would love to hear it. Field of Dreams, way down on the list. Yep. And, for, and, and just like Pride of the Yankees, for one reason only. Chisholm, Minnesota was played by Galena, Illinois. That's they true. did not go up to go. Chisholm. They went to really? Bo- they went to Boston. They went to Dyersville. They went uh, other places for on-location shooting. They did not go I to Chisholm. I did not know cool. that. Uh, then down your list, I guess he's having to adjust uh, on the fly here too, Dave. Yeah, and the and the natural is uh, is great because of one line when uh, or one one uh, conversation where they say, "I thought I could depend on your honor," and he says, "You're about to." And, uh, I get chills as talking about it right now. But the the, the next movie I'm talking about, though, I'm on my favorite uh, slap shot. Yeah, you just, you just and that really shows the grittiness and the. Uh, perniciousness of uh, minor league movie of minor league uh, sports, whereas yeah. uh, in but, in uh, in Bull Durham, it's glorified in uh, the minor league sports. In this movie, Slapshot, it's really the bottom of the barrel. They're on the verge, they're on the verge of bankruptcy, unfolding every single moment of that movie, and that's what it feels like to be in. Wait, minor wait, league is it sports. about? Is it about the Arizona Coyotes currently, or is it? No, I'm just kidding. It's like, they had a nicer arena in uh, Johnstown, Pennsylvania, for uh, I believe it for, for the Chiefs. Burt Lancaster as Moonlight Graham was fantastic. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll I've got I've got one more. We got to this went quick. Uh, we're gonna have to revisit. I, I had you guys do four. We're gonna have to end it. I think after after this pick here, uh, and we'll revisit it another time. I have another musical note though here for you. This is my number two. Bad News Bears. Bad News Bears. Oh, got me on that one. The Bad News Bears. The original, of course. You weren't even alive when Bad News Bears came out. I was not, (laughs) but I was introduced to it at a young age, and I was introduced to it at an age where I would have been playing Little League Baseball, maybe a little too young to be watching that movie, but so be it. 
Uh, I loved every second of it. The original is unbeatable. I uh, Two baseball movies, I know I'm a baseball guy, but I love both of those movies. Those are very, very high on my list. Love it. Love it. Do we have time to go to three or do, we do are we not. out? we got to get okay. to Coach Tower here. All right. Are we going to go right now or are we taking nope, a quick break? Nope, we're going to take a quick break here. Okay, thank you. Sorry. I'm so, uh, like, now I want to watch uh, Field of Dreams tonight. Maybe I'll I've never seen Pride of the Yankees. Anyway, good segment, Charlie. Love it. We'll take a, a quick break, come back. We'll wrap up the show. John Tower, Johnny Tower, the uh, head coach of the St. Thomas, University of St. Thomas men's basketball team, and arguably one of the smartest basketball coaches I've had the, ever had the chance to talk to. Looking forward to it. We'll do that next on The Huddle on 830 WCCO. Welcome back to the huddle. We saved the best for last. Tommy's head men's basketball coach, Johnny Tower, joins us this morning on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. John, thanks for joining us this morning. Great to chat with you. The year uh, has, has gone pretty well so far for your team. Um, tell us what you like and what, what's been going uh, so well for the guys so far this season. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. We um, we're thirteen and nine right now. Um, great group of guys. Really interesting mix of players. Who uh, some have been with us for four and five years, and were playing on our Division three teams a few years ago, and have really helped us make this transition to Division one um, in I think a really effective fashion. So guys like Riley Miller, who's a fifth year grad student from Benilde St. Margaret, one of the best shooters in the country. Um, Parker Bjorkland, Will Ingalls, Brooks Allen, other guys who have been with us for four and five years. And, uh, and then we have a really strong group of young guys, and that's led by Andrew Rohde, Kendall Blue, and Ajani Lee. And so um, them and a number of other guys have really you know, gotten us off to a good start. We lost a tough one yesterday at Western Illinois. came down to the last minute. But, um, you know, got 10, years last, 10 wins last year in Division One in our first year, and, and they have 13 at this point this year. It's certainly not all about wins and losses. A lot of it is how we're developing and growing our program in Division One. but couldn't be more excited about where we're at and um, just so grateful and uh, excited for these opportunities. John, you've done an amazing job there at St. Thomas. It's, it's, it's great that you guys have been able to make that transition. And like you said, I mean, you've got these grad students along with some freshmen. And I look at Andrew Rohde at 6'6 as a guard, and, boy, that's uh, – that's really impressive what he's been able to do for you early on. What's happened, would you think, what, what's going on in the psyche of the guys as far as some of these away games? It's just, it seems like, obviously you're 9-0 at home, but it seems like on the away games the, the shooting really drops, the percentage of, of, of what you're able to get. Uh, is it something to do with that, or is it, what exactly would you chart that up to as far as why are they not able to shoot nearly as well at Kansas City and Oral Roberts with Western Illinois and all those schools? Yeah, well, if I had an easy answer to that, we'd be doing it. Um, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a great question because it's probably a confluence of a lot of things, right? Some of it is you're a little more comfortable shooting at home. Some of it is a credit to the teams we played. Those last three opponents you just referenced are really athletic and tough and, and defend the perimeter, um, I think, really effectively. Um, and then some of it, if you look across college basketball, winning it on the road is really hard. You know, it just is. And that's true across the board. And um, there's a reason they call it a home court advantage. You know, we had road wins at Milwaukee, who's a really good team, um, and out at Idaho State, and a couple neutral floor wins against Troy, who who is really, really good. And so we have one off our own court this year, but it's certainly difficult. And uh, yesterday I thought we had an opportunity to break through and um, didn't shoot it well couple uncharacteristic mistakes but again it's, it's really the summit league i'm 
I'm just so impressed by the coaching and the toughness of the teams and um, winning. I, you know, when I say winning road games is hard, just winning games in college basketball is hard because every team, it's easy to forget just how competitive it is. And every team has a bunch of really good players and they're well coached. So um, it's really exciting, but it's, it's a wonderful challenge. University of St. Thomas men's basketball coach John Tower joining us this morning on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Hey, John, I'd love to talk about your roster at some point, but I want to start with the huge donation you guys got this week uh, from the Andersons that's going to build you a very nice new arena for hockey, basketball, and others. Uh, How needed is that uh, to compete for some of these great athletes that you now have to compete for at the division one level when you have those, when you're going to have those kind of facilities now uh, to get these guys to come to. Yeah. I, I mean, what an incredible gift. The generosity of Lee and Penny Anderson is, is remarkable and they've done it before at St. Thomas. They did it again. And I think, um, you know, you, you hate to say there's an arms race in college basketball. I don't, I don't know that I like that metaphor, but it, there is an element of facilities matter a lot. And uh, we have great facilities, certainly at the Division three level. They were top of the line. Um, but then you look at not just basketball, hockey, but also the evolution of our campus. And I think, you know, our athletic director, Phil Eston, our president, Rob Vischer, they, they, along with our board of trustees, are really strategic in looking at the what's this university going to look like, not just in the next five years, but 20, 30 years down the road. And so um, – could we play in our basketball arena for a few more years? Absolutely. I love Schoenaker Arena. We're going to be playing there the next couple of years. But to truly have, I think, the trajectory in Division One, recruit the top possible student-athletes, um, I think these facilities are going to be a game-changer because they're going to be you know, the newest, the best, the state-of-the-art, I think, in the region. Um, and it's going to be not just an unbelievable arena, but our practice facilities, um, strength training, everything that goes along with that. To me, it's uh, it's going to be remarkable in terms of what it can do to accelerate our progress. John, it's it's curious to me. I just uh, my own personal curiosity. What was it like going to Creighton? Seventeen thousand people in the stadium, and you guys were you hung in there very nicely in the first half. Second half, they they stretched it out a little bit, but you were decently in the game. Let's be honest, and and that's a heck of a basketball program. What was that like for the players playing in front of that many people? They had to have just been absolutely uh, on fire with that. Yeah, it was, I don't want to say once in a lifetime, because I hope we're back in those environments, but it truly, you know, Creighton is both in terms of what they've done in college basketball. I think they're also one of our peer institutions, right? An urban Catholic Midwestern university. Um, And then they're really the only show in town. Omaha is not a pro sports town. So the way that people come out and support them, there are not many places in the country that get 17, 18,000 a night. Um, and I think our guys went out there a little wide-eyed, right, not knowing exactly what they're getting into, a top-10 team in the country at the time. And um, and we were starting four guys who, frankly, three of them had hardly ever started in Division Three, and they all had played for us in Division Three. and four of those guys were starting that game. So you think about where they were two years ago um, in COVID, and we hadn't even played a game. Um, and two years later, they're out there at Creighton, and we were up one with eight minutes to go and had a chance to – you know, a chance to pull an upset and they hit some big shots, but it was certainly, you know, wins and losses are important, but we always talk about, I think, two things, comprehensive excellence and then at our, at our university and then the experience that we're providing student athletes and how do we give them experiences that are going to help them grow and develop, um, not just in the short term, but in the long term in their lives, because we all know sports has those transformative moments where 
you know, you're going to probably question yourself a little bit and all of a sudden you're out there hitting threes at Creighton in front of 17,000 people. <laughs> That's going to be a moment you carry with you the rest of your lives. And, and uh, I thought our guys performed really admirably out there. John Tower, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate it. Good luck with the rest of your season here, and hopefully we can chat with you again sometime soon, okay? Hey, that sounds great. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Take care. John Tower, a fantastic uh, basketball coach. Also, by the way, an author, if you've never read uh, his book, Why Less is More for Well-Intentioned, Over-Involved Sports Parents, How to Be the Best Mm -hmm. Sports Parents You Can Be. It's great stuff, John. Mm -hmm. Very, very bright guy. Uh, My thanks this morning to, uh, obviously, both Pete, and Charlie, Joe Smith, who joined us in the Athletic, John Tower. If you missed any of our show this morning, by the way, you can always get it wherever you get your podcast. Just search the huddle, and we're there for you anytime. Have a great Sunday, everybody. We'll see you next week. Take care. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.